It's time to double your pleasure and double your fun. It's time for Ed, and it's time for Sean. It is time for a kisser's. And welcome to episode 282, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, Sean. Well, welcome to the program, everybody. Yes. Here in part two of the show that we do live on Sunday nights, start around 7.30 p.m. on Eastern Center Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. Search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. Uh, here in part two, uh, Stacy and I give uh, a review of a, a game called Overcooked <laughs> for the PS4. It's, I'm just going to leave it like that and put that right out there. Um, the review is not the right word, but <laughs> you'll see why. Uh, you'll hear why. Yes, yes, that's true. You'll hear why. <laughs> um, then we get right into the news where Ed brings up some Star Wars news, some Marvel news, and then some Barney news. Yes. That's right, that Barney. <laughs> the I love you kind Barney. And we get into, we fall down a rabbit hole. Kind of. It's a weird one. It's a weird ending, folks. Let me just put it that way. Um so I don't know what more to say, except, you know, hold on and we'll see you at the end. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. Just show track went rain those apps. All right. When we last live, Ed was going to do the news, but then as we take a break, Stacy reminded us that we had a she had a game review. We. We. <laughs> By we, I mean her. No, we. We All both right. played it All right. together. <clears throat> I just, uh, okay, well, the game is called uh, Overcooked. Okay. It um, started off as um, Stacy plays this app game on her phone with Gordon Ramsay. It's like a cooking game. Okay. Where you have, you want to describe it? Yeah. Um, basically, it's various levels with various types of restaurants. Mm-hmm. So in the game, Gordon Ramsay is kind of like talking shit to you the whole time, which is really the funniest part of the game. Because if you start doing bad, he'll like yell at you just like he does like in Hell's Kitchen, except all the curse words are like bleeped out. But it's funny to me. I love Gordon Ramsay, so I have a huge crush on him. So it's funny to me. Mm. And I play it all the time. But it's a phone game. So there's in-app purchases. And like you get to certain levels where like you need you have to buy gold in order to unlock the stuff that you need in the kitchen to earn the money to be able to advance to the next level. And it frustrates me because I just want to play the game and like, I don't want to spend real money on it. Right. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't, it's not fair to me. I don't want to do that. I love the game, but it kills me for it. Once you get stuck because they kind of force you to spend real money on it. Mm. Um, and it's not even like you could spend 10 bucks and get like a thousand golds that'll last you for like a month you're going to spend 10 bucks and like burn through those golds in like a matter of 20 minutes. And then you're stuck an hour later. Mm. You mean, it's, it's a, it's a setup, the whole thing. Right. Um, so basically what you have to do in the game, one of the restaurants is like a burger restaurant. It's like a customer will come up and they want like a bacon burger with like lettuce and tomato on it. So you got to cook the burger, get the bun, put it in the thing. You have to remember all these recipes that Mm. as you play the game, it teaches you to them and it's easy to, to pick up on. Um, so I asked Sean, I was like, there's got to be a game for, like, the PlayStation for this. Like, there has to be. So, on my own, I kind of looked it up, and when I babysit the the kid that I babysit Holden, he has a Switch. Mm. So, at his house, he's five. He and I tried to play this overcooked game on the Switch. Same concept. The customers want 
a tomato soup. So you got to get the tomatoes, chop up tomatoes, cook the tomato soup. You need like three of them. Put it in a plate, send it out to order. Mm. And and the little rest, the orders will pop up and tell you like the recipe and what you need or whatever. Mm. Um, but playing it with a five-year-old was like impossible because he doesn't, he doesn't understand that you have to make the recipes as they pop up. It's mm. so, like someone wants a tomato soup. Okay, hold it. We need three tomatoes. Cut them up. You're like, I got to like delegate a five-year-old. It's just impossible to play with him. Mm. So I was like, I'm going to look it up. It, they didn't have it at the store or whatever. So we ended up digitally buying it. Right. Um, okay. It was like fifteen ninety nine. you know? So I was like, okay, well, I played at the Mark and Jess's house. I never tried to play by myself. But, like, maybe I can do this. Mm. You have to have more than one person. <laughs> like, if you play by yourself, you get a computer or an, an, an AI character, mm. but you control both you and the AI character. Mm. So like, and you can switch back and forth with the bumpers on the controller, mm. but like while you send one of your characters, like go cut shit up, they'll just stop until you control it again. Mm. Whereas I wanted like a computer that would like free think on, like, I don't, mm. I don't have to tell it what to do right? because now I'm playing by myself and I got to control two characters and it's even harder than playing with a five-year-old. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck. <laughs> like, you have to make, like, X amount of dollars per level in order to get, like, three, one star. If you get one star, you at least get to unlock the next level. But, mm. of course, you want to, like, three-star it, you know? Right. And in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm 27 years old. I should be able to do this. Why is this so difficult? Right. So Sean comes home, and I was kind of, I wasn't bitching about it. I was just like, I think this is going to be, I think I underestimated this game. Because it's going to be a lot tougher by myself than I thought. And, like, if I would have read, read the reviews and figured out that the character, the computer that I got, wasn't free thinking, mm. it might have swayed my decision on spending 16 bucks on this digital copy of this game. Right. So he's like, how hard can it be? I'm like, fine, you play it. By yourself. You go ahead. He's... F- perfect at it flawless at it completely like has no fucking problems with it so now i'm even more mad <laughs> because i play a couple different yeah like now i'm super angry because i play a couple different cooking games on my phone the one's called kitchen scramble exact same thing i play the gordon Ramsay game it's the whole both of them are the exact same concept it's right. just different games mm. i love playing these games and i'm really good at them on the phone <laughs> you know so the fact that he just picks the controller up and he's like blowing through these fucking levels that gave me a really hard time i was like fuck it we're gonna play together sean and i cannot game together we've figured this out already it is not a secret we have talked about this multiple times every time he can't watch me game because of the way that i control the camera it gives him motion sickness right. and we can't game together on certain games because we're not good at people that can game our personalities aren't good for gaming together <laughs> I, I i'm old school gamer i if, if there's a, if you, when you start a game and you're faced one way you turn around you go back there might be something shiny back there yeah i'm pick up everything shiny she's not really no, like that. All that she's like let's just do it and let's get going i'm like but but there could be a sword over there and there usually isn't but yeah. there could be right that's kind of game around. You don't know. Hey. No, like when, when I, whatever Call of Duty came out that had like the 80s zombie theme. Yeah. Which one was that one? You got, got uh, it from work or something. It was uh, Infinite Warfare. Yeah. We tried to play the zombie level together. And I have lots of history playing Call of Duty zombies with my friends. And sometimes four of us would all co- couch co-op together. And I like memorize these maps. And like I know there's a strategy to it. So I don't want... I just listened to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he's like, I got to repair every window. I'm like, okay, at some point in some level, so many zombies are going to be coming at you. 
you can't repair the windows. The map is in a certain shape. You can get them to chase you, turn around, line them up. You shoot all through them, right? Like it's, yeah. there really is a technique to it. <laughs> he wants to go around and repair every single fucking window. And I'm like, you're wasting time. Now you're down because a zombie got you. And I got to turn around and come save you because you wanted to repair the fucking window. We just can't game together. It's just not what our relationship can handle. We, all we do is fight. So in this Overcooked game, I'm like, fuck it. We're going to do this together. Mistake number one. <laughs> because I told him, I was like, listen, just cut the vegetables up. I'll do the rest of the work, right? Yeah. But he's so good at it that he was, like, cutting all these vegetables and having them all ready and then just, like, standing around while I'm, like, cooking them, plating them, sending them out. So I was messing up, which pissed me off even more because I'm like, he's doing really good at this. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not. <laughs> I just want to say for the record, all it really is is carrying something over to the table, pushing the square button, and it just goes chop, 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 chop by itself. And when it's yeah, done, three seconds. you take it and you move it off to the side. Right. And you grab another vegetable. It's kind of simple. <laughs> I. It's not that I'm really good at it. It's that I know it's a two-button combo thing. <laughs> it's move, chop, 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 move. Grab, chop, chop, chop. It's it's <laughs> some of the levels as you get into the overcooked game. Some of the levels get a little bit harder. Mm. Like the first one, nothing moves. The kitchen's set up very simple, yeah. super easy. And then you get to like a level where you're like on a boat. So because it's on the boat, the counters move and will push your character from doing what you were doing. Okay. So it, it gets a little more difficult. Um, there's one where you're on like a van that splits off and like half of the shit you need is on one side of the van and the other half's on the other side. You can't jump. It's the most ineffective <laughs> game uh, logic-wise. It's like, okay, <laughs> you there's two trucks and they're split in the middle so you got to run back and forth and then every once in a while they <coughs> split apart I'm going, who orders from this place? <laughs> like, this is not feasible as a restaurant whatsoever. And... You put the food on a on a cart and it gets transported to your to whoever's eating it. Right. And I'm like, well, who's eating this? Thing? Well, Cause... okay, there is a story to the game, um, which you don't know because we just picked up where I was at. Right. When you open the game up, basically the Onion King of the town, he's the king of the town. Okay, he's a giant <laughs> yeah. onion. He's a giant. He onion. is. He's giant onion with a crown on and everything. And he has a son. It's a little baby shallot, which is adorable to me. Okay, like. <laughs> I'm like, this is the cutest thing ever. So stupid, but it's adorable, okay? Basically, the giant meatball invaders are fucking up your town. So you're, the only way to keep the meatball invaders happy is to feed them right. these various recipes. So the very first level, you get your ass handed to you because you don't know what you're doing, right? right? So then the Onion King is basically like, okay, you need a bunch of work. I'm going to send you back in time through this portal to go do all these levels. I'm assuming at the end of the game, you go back to the original apocalypse of meatballs and you then defeat the big meatball alien invader. It's how I'm assuming it plays out. What? <laughs> uh, my thing is, if this onion has the ability to control time, why is he sending me back because to you're make the hamburgers? Because you're the player. And, like, the first one is, like, a tomato soup. And then it's an onion soup. And then it's a mushroom soup. So, like, you have all around the area, you have, like, this little part where you got to go get tomatoes from, the onions from, the mushrooms from. There's, like, two different cutting boards. There's, like, a bunch of different um, pots hmm. that are on, like, a stove. 
And then, like, some of the levels, it's, like, hamburgers. Well, some customers don't want lettuce and tomatoes on their hamburgers. So you have to, like, read what they want. Because if you send a hamburger out that has lettuce, tomato, they don't want it. Like, they won't eat it. And then you get points taken off of you, which is not the the purpose of the whole fucking game. So it said, (laughs) I worked at a a restaurant a long time. Yeah. So I'm making the food. I'm like, order up. Like, I was just like, okay, hamburger's ready. Like, Go. Like cook it and and she was it was like Lucy in the chocolate factory. <laughs> Sometimes I actually had a at one point I was chopping, cooking, cleaning dishes while she's trying to just because she has a habit of grabbing something and then dropping it. Just okay, wait <laughs> because you're making me sound real simple. And I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> In the game, you have to set stuff like on a counter, and each yeah. counter is like a little block. If mm. you don't li- like when you're when you're selected on the block, it lights up. So if you don't get it lined up perfectly when you push X to put the soup in the bowl, you'll just drop it on the ground. Okay. And that's my hardest part is getting it to line up on the counter correctly. Like okay. I want to move so fast because on the games that I play on my phone I'm really quick with them like right. super quick great levels I have like all stars on all the things like I'm really good at it mm-hmm. this is a little bit more difficult and I'm also not doing it on a touchscreen with a stylus it's like a controller in your hand yeah so it's far more difficult so finally I was like you know what I'll cut up the fucking vegetables and I can do the easy part, and you go see how hard this really is. And then he's good at that, too. So I was like, I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> because you're too good at this, and now I feel kind of stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we bought this game for me, and I thought I was going to be good at it, and I suck at it, and you're really good at it. And now I can't play with you because you're better than me, so I'm going to be a brat about it and say, fuck this game, I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to listen to orders. Well, see, I can't... I. <laughs> For whatever reason, I was much better at, like, delegating responsibilities to Holden. To a five-year-old than to a middle-aged man. To him. Because in my head, you can read the recipes. Like, you know what I need next. Why do I got to fucking tell you that I need three tomatoes and four onions? You can see that. Like, why do I got to tell you that? And he's like, you're supposed to be the delegator. You're supposed to tell me what I need. And I'm like, you can fucking read it. (laughs) But the whole purpose of me helping her was that she was going to be the boss. Right. And she was going to tell me what to do. And then when I go, well, why aren't you reading it? Well, you're an adult. You can do it. It's like, but that's not what we agreed on. I, like, I, I feel like I can't win. Like, he I, couldn't. He couldn't. You can't. He couldn't. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll admit it. And there's one level where, like, these little rats come out, and if you have, like, tomatoes and onions and stuff prepped and cut up, they'll steal your ingredients. So, like, you, you can play with up to four people. So, like, in that specific level, it would really be better for, like, one person to, like, fiend off the rats and for, like, one person to cut shit up and, like, one person to cook stuff and one person to plate stuff and wash dishes. But when you only have two people and you're both trying to do stuff and Sean will set up all these fucking ingredients and then the rats just come and steal them all and then we need them. And I'm like, why are you letting him take it? You're supposed to push square. And he's like, well, you're not doing anything. And I'm like, you know what? We just can't play together anymore. Because <laughs> all this is just going to start a fight. <laughs> now we're apparently, arguing over overcooked. Apparently it has. I, it, it's never been like she, she's never thrown the controller. No, no, I, I just stopped playing. I was like, I don't want to like, play. I don't play anymore. I'm like, oh, okay. I was having fun. I'm just, you know, he was. He was totally good at it. Like so good at it. And I really thought that I was. He was just not gonna be that good at it. So I felt. I keep like all the time. Like that's. <laughs> I, I just kind of feel like I have a natural instinct to be able to go. Oh, this is how it works. Okay, boom, boom, boom. Right. 
she's not much of a gamer. She games sometimes. Like, I'm interested. I picked she <laughs> last night. She She's playing this Sims 4 game on her phone. Yeah. And I got into a conversation last night about maybe possibly getting the Sims 4 for the PS4. Yeah. I'm like, all right, let's see how much it costs. And it's like on sale on the PlayStation store for like 25 bucks. I'm like, all right. It's like half know, off. It's like half off. And she's like, well, I want to get all, you know, I'm going to have to get all the all the accoutrements. Like, you know, you can't just have a house. You got to have the hot tub. And the hot tub is part of the party pack. That's like $10. And I'm like, all right, I, I got you. I, well, I get been, it. Okay. I've been playing Sims for a long time. I, okay. Yeah, me too. Right. My very first computer that I ever got, like in my bedroom, I was felt so cool because I got like my own private computer. I got Sims for it. So like from way back, I've been playing Sims. Okay. And mm-hmm. it's, like, yes, it comes with, like, cool stuff for your house or whatever, but then you find out about the expansion packs that come with way cooler shit, and it's a money pit, Ed. Like, like I sh- we're at the PlayStation Store, and one of them's, like, 10 bucks, and one of them's, like, 25 bucks, and then there's, like, this big giant party pack that's, like, 30 bucks, and you get, like, all three of these packs put together. But I did the math, and if you bought every single one, it's, like, $200, plus the $25 cost of the game. And I'm like, well, see, that's just, like, I just can't justify that. <laughs> You know what I mean? I just can't. And I'm I'm spending my day not doing nothing. You know, this was a conversation we had last night. I don't know. Maybe like the middle of the afternoon. And then I even that. Get a text. Can I buy Sims 4? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, well, it just happens. It's on sale at the same price at work. And I get a discount. So I'll pick it up for you. You know? Uh, Obviously, she hasn't played it yet because I got it today. Yeah. And I come right from work to the show as we established why I came we came we start late. Right. So I'm like, all right, um I can just I can just I can just see it now. I'm gonna go home and she'll be like, Look at the house, look at this is all this and I'm gonna be like, How many people did you kill today? Like <laughs> <laughs> None. Because I get devastated when my Sims character dies. It's like, remember the Tamagotchis? Did y'all ever have Tamagotchis or was yeah. that like my yeah. generation? No, I thing? Had it. Okay. It was before your time. It was not. I had Tamagotchis growing up, too. Thank you very much. <laughs> they were also they started called, before your time. I know, yeah. but they were also called Gigapets. Same concept, little keychain thing, okay? I had those, too. I'm not <laughs> that young. Anyways, very insulted that you just tried to say I wasn't old enough for a Tamagotchi. <laughs> um, when, I, when I would kill those, because I didn't take good, good care of them, I mourned the loss of these characters, right? So in Sims, I'm very, very particular about keeping my shit alive. Like, I cannot kill these things. So when he comes home and asks me what died today, I'm going to say nothing, because I'm the best Sims taker care of her ever. <laughs> However, I don't even care about the people. I just like to build the houses. <laughs> I do. I just like to construct the houses and, like, interior design, decorate them, and, like, learn all of the cool traits and, like, the hobbies and all of that. I don't even care about them, like, having a job or, like, meeting other Sims. You're supposed to, like, get them married and have babies and all. I don't give a fuck about any of that. I just want to build houses and decorate them. That's all. So it's like Minecraft all over again. Like, I, there's an expansion of uh, vampires. I'm a big vampire fan. Yeah. I, ten, I, bucks. It's ten bucks. Ten bucks. <laughs> ten bucks. I I wasted ten bucks coming here. Like you know, <laughs> and I want to be like I want to live the vampire life. She's like, no, it's my game. I don't ever play any of his games, Ed. None of them, ever. You're always welcome to. I know, but they're your games, and I have my own profile on the PlayStation, but I don't like to use my profile. I want to use his. because his has all the cool network shit on it and everything like that. Mine's just like the basic like guest profile that happens to be under my name so like what I don't, i'm like I'm, I'm just looking over there oh. just, uh, well you made a face I, I, which I, means I, you had a sassy thought I, 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> so, like, when he has all these games, I know that if I play on his profile, it's going to pick up where he was at, or I'm going to get a chance to play it before him, and then he's got to pick up where I left off at. Hey. So it doesn't work. So, like, when he's like, oh, I'll play Sims 2, I'm like, no. For once, can I just have a game <laughs> for me? <laughs> I don't right. want to share. <laughs> okay. I, it's fine. I mean, I, I got Far Cry 5 coming out in, in about a week, so I'll be like, all right, I'll be, I'll be waist-deep in that. Yeah. Taking down a cult. Saving the town of whatever. I'm going to save whatever. a town. Sure. Simville. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to make them woohoo. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's all pixelated when they get naked in bed. <laughs> the green things over their head. She's going to create a town of streakers. <laughs> Probably. No clothes. I come in like, hey, boy, what'd you do today? Woohoo. Uh, <laughs> oh, let me see the town. There's not but naked people just running around partying and dancing. Right. I'm like, real productive day, I see. <laughs> Fornicating. <laughs> I was under the population <laughs> boom in her town. You know. Babies everywhere. <laughs> now I got to keep like 15 babies alive. Babe, my life is about to get so much more hectic. Hey. It's a lot of pressure. Like, you're going to be at work having, like, a real job, and I'm going to have to keep Sim Babies alive. <laughs> you're right. I, I, I have to, uh, Ed is dying uh, laughter. <laughs> Babe, did you kill any Sim Babies yet? <laughs> no. I'm real good at my job. No, because I haven't slept in two days because I got to keep yeah. these babies alive. <laughs> I gotta get. Down I gotta get to the two o'clock for feeding. Were <laughs> oh, you sleeping in bed? Yeah, Why doing you, nothing. Doing nothing, just laying around. Like I gotta get up and work in the morning. That's no excuse. Next week I'll be like, hey, how was how was your week, Sean? Tiring. <laughs> what do you mean? I got no sleep. Oh, are you busy? No. Stacy kept waking me up, crying babies, <laughs> crying sim babies, just, and then asking me random, "Hey, does this wallpaper go go with this rug?" I, I and I, I don't know what to do. Think it should be a two story house or a one story. Like I don't like these stairs, <laughs> babe. I need an expansion pack so I can have glass stairs instead of regular stairs. <laughs> Where's your credit card? <laughs> where, where, where is like, like, next thing you know, gone. Money. Everywhere. <laughs> but my, her Sims players are balling. <laughs> Everything I there's still the gold. Cheat. I don't know if you remember this, but remember there's a cheat. There was like a plant you could get or like a statue of a duck or a goose or something oh, yeah. like that. And every time you went to go like, fuck with tree, it. a money tree, yeah. Yeah, it was like, and every time you went to fuck with it, you got like a bunch of money. I wonder if that's still. I don't think so. I'm going to find out. I think, you know, because back when I used to play it, it used to be a, a code that you had to type in. Yeah, it was a cheat. And it was like a... Because you could go to GameFact.com and find all the codes and all the cheats. <laughs> oh, good times. <laughs> all right, well, let's, let's, let's carry those good times on into the news, Ed. So what's your stories? All right. Uh, first one out of the gate. Well, we've already did on. Uh, that's right. Second one out of the gate is uh, we've talked about Superman Lives probably like a thousand times over. Yeah. And one big thing is that Nick Cage wanted to play Superman. Right. So now he's got to, finally got his opportunity to play Superman. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yes. In the movie Teen Titans Go. Oh, yeah. He's voicing Superman. Nice. Uh, oh, more like a Krypton protector. <laughs> executive producer Sam Register. All right. 
describe the production team and make sure that the actor that they wanted to do the character to be a little comedic and a little offbeat. And they thought no person was perfect. Then uh, the cage. cage Give that man his chance. That's right. Sure. Why not? I mean, he didn't name his his son Cal. Yes. Cal, he's a big Superman fan. Like huge. Huge. So I. My whole thing is different about Nick Cage now. (laughs) Now I got beef with him. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. I love Nicolas Cage. (laughs) Here I am. All right. What else? So the the movie will drop uh, July twenty seventh. So uh, look forward to that coming out and uh, see if you can recognize Superman's voice. Is it going to be the when I first seen the trailer, the teaser poster for it? Yeah, I thought it was July twenty eighth, but this is one day different and big deal. Um, and on the poster it said it was only going to be in theaters for one day, and then yeah. the trailer came out like a week later or something. Did they change it from one a one day screening? Does not say in the article. Doesn't say it might be one of those like fandango. You know how like the um, Fathom events, the Fathom events, yeah. where it's like, hey, here's a showing of it. I got to see that. I see. So do I. You're not even a Teen Titans go. I know, but it looks so funny. Ah, you're right. It looks so funny. All right, we'll make what. Just tune in, folks. We're going to the movies. Geeksters <laughs> goes to the movies. What? It's July 27th. Yeah, we'll be in the Poconos. Oh, you're right. What we can do when we come home? Not if it's in one day. We'll find a way, babe. Trust me. <laughs> we're just going to have to leave the Poconos early. I kind of thought we were anyway. All right. <laughs> like, uh, all right. Okay. So then what's coming up next? Well, you know, we're speaking of superhero movies. You know, a lot of directors and actors with, with uh, Big Town is, is coming on board to, to be in these movies. Uh, the next big name that's coming to a movie is uh, Spike Lee. He's going to direct the uh, season talks and stro- uh, talking a uh, the helm of next project of Night Watch. Okay, what's Night Watch? Glad you asked that question. <laughs> uh, it's apparently it's about a uh, black scientist, Doctor Kevin Trench. Uh, Trench witnessed a custom man die battling terrorists while armed with invisibility generating cloak devices. The scientist learned that the corpse in, was an older version of himself, and then. He could uh, guile through the air uh, and travel the way. I skipped over something. Sorry. <laughs> uh, basically, it's an older version of himself, and he, he finds the suit and begins, basically becomes Nightwatch over again. And Spike Lee is going to be directing this film. Uh, it's a film? Yes. Yeah. All right. That's a little out of, I've, I would say, his wheelhouse, but all right. <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, uh, I mean. All right. I... The, the current project he's working on is a Black Klansman, a film based on a true story of an African American detective who infiltrated the KKK in 1978, starring John David Washington. Oh my God, I think that's the same. Adam same... Driver, Laura Harrier, Tover Grace, and Corey Hoskins. That sounds like the same plot of Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, Black Klansman. <laughs> sure, it's a true story. It's based on a true story. Whew. All right, I never heard of that one either. <laughs> Just going back to the other film. Right. I got the funny. All right, okay. What else you got? Would you watch that movie? Which one? The, the... actually, I kind of want to see the Black Klansman <laughs> thing. I kind of want to see that one. What's the name of the, the movie? Night Watch movie. It's that one was called. I want uh, to see them both actually. Okay, 
Black Klansman is actually Black Klansman is the name of the movie. <laughs> the name of the movie. And Put it right there in Front Street. That's <laughs> right. And Night Watch is the other film. I mean, the Night Watch sounds kind of interesting, where it's like, you know, like, hey, you stumble across something, you find it's the older version of you, and you're like, what? Because he, you would have to figure out, well, there's a time travel moment in there somewhere. Yes. And the thing for me is is that, like, since Spike Lee is doing it, I'm not a Spike Lee fan, per se. Right. But his movies are terrific. I'm not I'm not going to deny it. I've seen a lot of his movies, and I'm like, man can make a movie. Sure. <laughs> so it's, so it's, like, it's not even the fact that what it's about. It's the fact that it's a Spike Lee superhero movie. Yeah. And it's so different from what he normally does that, like, already you're Yeah, yeah kind of, yeah. So it kind of keeps your interest a lot. Right. You know? I'm like, oh, I wonder what he's going to do with this. Like, how is he going to, yeah. you know, what kind of, I mean, because he really doesn't have a lot of, like, special effects in his movies. That, as, that's true. You know, so it's more down-to-earth, real-life real life dramas struggles, right. struggles that go through you know uh, and it's it's kind of interesting i mean imagine he's gonna have kind of, kind of struggles in this movie i'm gonna call it right now the ultimate villain's gonna be a white guy <laughs> probably <laughs> probably i'm just i'm going stretching it out that's all putting it out there <laughs> <laughs> i'm okay with that you know i now oh you know what oh see I, I'm, my brain's working why don't you have denzel washington be the older version of the guy so that way, like you find somebody who's like you have Denzel Washington because I he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. He already worked for Spike Lee at one point. Yeah. He played Malcolm X. Yes, he did. So why not bring him back to be the old version of the guy? But you need somebody young that kind of looks like Denzel. I don't know. All right, I'm just <laughs> if you have an idea, just text Ed or send text Ed, send Ed a message at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com or send me at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com it's S-H-A-W-N Sean's I mean Ed spells it better E-D no he oh, S-H-A-W-N <laughs> E-D he spells it better it's two letters it's easy yeah, yeah. alright what else you got just like it? me I'm easy so, alright um, this is something I did not know because we were just talking about before about the uh, Justice League being in two parts right and, and how you were clueless Yes, well, not that. <laughs> I'm always really? clueless. I mean, that's not really here. That, 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 that you did not know that it was only going to that it was only one part now. Right, but actually, going to the flip side on Marvel side, Avengers three and four. I remember at one point it was supposed to be a two parter. Yeah. Now it's not. Okay. Did you know, did you know I, that? I remember hearing that, but oh, I was like, okay. I'm always willing to be like, okay, like Infinity War is supposed to be like a two parter. Then at some point they changed their mind, but it's also supposed to be the end of Phase Four, right? Well, the the the, the idea was is that they wanted to make Infinity Part One and Two a two parter because they thought it was going to be that epic of a movie, but they've kind of like the ba- the best way they could do is they justified uh, uh, Joe Reese R- R- Russo, sorry, Joe Russo, the Russo yes. brothers, yes. Uh, who wrote it. One of the co directors t- talked about it, and he's explaining it like the Harry Potter movies, like the last one they split it into two films. Where it wasn't really epic enough to make a two-parter out of it, but they did it anyway, and he feels that that but with the Infinity War, it was it it would basically it, by the time you got to the next Infinity War, you're going to have all these other superhero movies that are going to build up to it. Gotcha. And it wouldn't really work out as a two-part film, so it, they 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 just scratched the idea, just made the Infinity War one part, basically. Yeah, I, I guess I mean I kind of see what he's saying because if you have the Infinity War comes out in April. Then you have an Ant-Man movie coming out in later this year. Yeah. You know, so it'd be like, well, okay, well, where do you pigeonhole? Like, is Ant-Man going to be in Infinity War? 
I'm sure they're going to have, have a Black Panther 2 coming out at the same right. time. Like, it would be, and there's going to be probably new characters that they're going to bring in. Sure. You know? um, also, too, I, I kind of feel like, remember when they did Back to the Future 2 and 3? Mm-hmm. And it was um, because they filmed them both at the same time. Back to the Future 2 came out in November, and Back to the Future 3 came out in February. Yes. Kind of like we would have to do with Infinity War. They would have to split it in two, like have like a cliffhanger of some sort. Or death, and like you walk out all stunned, yeah, and then be like, I gotta see how this ends, and then be like, okay, tune in next month for Avengers two, like yeah, like a year or two can't go. Yeah, back. I don't think you could do a year. You would actually have to be like, okay, come in next next week, Infinity War two for the people who already saw it. Yeah, like yeah, there was. I, I guess there's no really no way of doing it. Yeah, so if they so if Infinity War is going to be its own separate movie. Better be phasing up with the other other superhero. Better movies be a long ass movie then, because I I I want to see a three hour cut. You want to see a three hour cut? I you gotta okay. You have so many characters, and you know that a character is gonna get. You know, everyone keeps asking where's Hawkeye because no one's seen him in any of the uh, uh, right. and any of the stuff. So you're kind of like, well, you're gonna have at least they they say that one point seventy characters on screen at one point. Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe it's a big bad big big ass fight, but up till then, Cap's gotta have his moment, Iron Man's gotta have his moment. They all have to have that moment of first discovery of each other. Like you saw on the end of Thor Ragnarok, um there's or actually I think it was a teaser where you see Thor meeting the Guardians. Mm-hmm. And then we saw the moment where have you seen the trailer, the new trailer? Mm-hmm. With, you know, Qu- Peter Quill and Iron Man, he's like yeah, uh, I like your plan, but the problem is your plan sucks. Like, yeah. you know, and and it's it's a funny moment. You just see you know, Iron Man, like, mm-hmm, sure, okay, whatever. Um, I can't wait to see what the rebuttal of that is going to be. Yeah, but it's like, okay, well, you have to have those moments and those interactions. Like, are you going to have Rocket and the Hulk team up in a fight match? Like, <laughs> like, could you imagine trying to take on somebody and there's Rocket, and then all of a sudden you turn around, and there's Hulk, like the two of them teaming up together to beat you up. Well, that's awesome. Right. You know, like, <laughs> you're going to need those moments where it's going to be like, a, it's got to be at least two and a half hours. If they come in with like a, a Justice I don't, League. I don't, I don't think it's going to be, an, I don't think it's going to be an hour and a half. I think it's going to be a solid two hours, maybe two and a half. I don't know. Three's kind of pushing it because after a while, like, see, the thing is, is that like, the, the uh, I don't, I really don't want to do this, but I'm going to anyway. <laughs> The difference between what DC did with Justice League and what what Marvel's doing with Avengers is that they've built this up, so you know what's going on between. The, like you have to watch the other movies to find, like to figure it right. out, and then it all pieces together in Avengers. The the the, the, the final piece right. basically is like a, it all drops together here, you know, in this final movie. So I mean, there's a lot of cliffhangers, a lot of what ifs. Like, I don't know what's going on. So it's going to have to explain a lot of that in this movie. But like as far as developing characters. We've already, we're well, already. Yeah, you don't need to develop characters, but I think it's going to be one of those moments where it's like you need to have those characters interact with each other. Like, you know, the Russos were sitting there going, okay, who do you want to get? What do you want to see on screen? Like, I thought the scene between Pete and Doctor Strange was hysterical. Yeah. You know, I thought it was really cute. Like, oh, what's your name, Peter? What's your name, Doctor Strange? Oh, we're using our made up names. I'm, I'm Spider Man. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> you know, you're like, that's that's Pete. That's totally Peter. You know, and I'm like, I, I want to see more to that. I want to see how Peter interacts with all these other people. But at the same token, I want to see how Rocket handles all the, how they handles the group. It's like, 
I, there's so much I want to see that I'm like, oh, I hope it's not over too quick. Like you know. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think that I think it will be a good movie, and I, I think it will be a long movie, but I don't think three hours is going I, to, you know, because it's. You, I can tell you one thing that that gag reel better be as long as the movie, because <laughs> there's a lot of funny people in that movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I just think that with with everything going on. You, you're not going to get as much as you think you are. That's that's the you're sad right. part about it. But I don't think there's going to be a lot of plot holes where you're not going to have to jump lo- lo- leaps right. in logic to it's figure gonna, out, you know. Here I am to get the stones. I have the stones. Now come fight me, bro. And then it's a bunch of fighting, and there's going to be like, well, I don't understand. Why did he punch that guy? Because it's a fight. Yeah. At, who cares why he was picking on that one? Maybe he thought he was smaller. Who cares? Rocket punched Hulk by accident. Comedy. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> and you know, and that's the thing. There's, you're going to get characters that you've never seen before in the movie, yeah. but it's going to be awesome because you're going to have to pick those people out. Because I know there's going to be characters that we haven't yeah. seen in a long, long time being in this movie. You're like, who the fuck is that? Like, who's that guy? And you're like, IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Look, like, oh, that's a long call sheet just all yeah. running around. I again. Most of it's going to be on green screen, so you got a bunch of full adults just running around on a big screen, green background, just going, throwing punches at each other. It's going to be like a bunch of like kindergarten kids just in a ball pit. (laughs) 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 Just throw them in. (laughs) It's going to be awesome. All right, what else you got there in the news, Ed? Uh, Mark Hamill and Star Wars. Okay. Um, basically, Mark Hamill wanted to kind of stretch his story out a little bit longer than he normally does. I mean, stretch out the story in the Last Jedi. Yeah, he wanted he wanted to actually go into Episode Nine, okay, and have his have his death scene in in that movie because the way he sees it as that this is found money for him. This is like a sure, you know, he has a love for for Luke because you know it's basically got his got a huge tree, yep. star, you know, and at Stardom and all that kind of stuff. The in the movies and whatever, you know, and of course being Joker and so uh, Sure, it landed him with a star on the Walk of Hollywood fame. Yes. All right, so I get it. I get it, you know. Uh, so he said, uh, my first reaction was, can't we push this off to episode nine? Luke eventually does the right thing, selfishly for the good of the Rebel Alliance, and I realize I should go selfless, do the selfless thing for the betterment of the movie. Seriously, I'm not trying to be self... Uh, Ag agri agri right there. Self aggregating. Yeah. That was self self aggrandizing. Aggrandizing. That yes. Just... Ooh, that's a big that's a twenty five cent <laughs> word. Yeah. That's Ooh. why I don't know it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I didn't pay my quota this week. I only have about ten cents of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, in the greater scope of things, number one, I've never expected to come back for this is found for found money. So basically, he was kind of hoping to stretch this out for yeah, sure. It was like you know what? That's it's kind of like after forty years, someone goes, "Hey, remember that guy? We want to bring him back." And he's like, "Wait, what? I thought I was done." Sure. And then you get two movies in, and they're like, "Okay, we're gonna kill you off." He's like, "Wait, what? Oh, I was kind of having fun again." Like, but who's to say he's not gonna be in the third movie? He come back as a force. I I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, he actually was like, "See you around, kid," and then you know, does the wink and leaves. So who's to say, like, J.J. be like, you know what? They're not going to have Carrie in it for un- the real reason of her not being be her being gone. Right. So who's to say that J.J. doesn't come up with an idea to bring Luke's Force Ghost to kind of just annoy the shit out of Kylo? Just be there <laughs> to be like, hey, remember me? What's up? 
<laughs> Spooky Jedi. You know, like to really kind of, you know, fuck with his head a little bit to try to like really to do what he did with his dad. Yeah. Like, you know what? I still believe there's good in you. Like, I've seen it. I know it. I can feel it. Even even in this form, I know that you are really one with the force and all this dark side stuff that you're dabbling in is is not who you are. Why don't you be who you really are? You know, step out of the shadows and be your own person. Right. You know, and, and <laughs> you know, like there's I think there's a way to bring Luke back for a third movie. But not to make Kylo good. Why not? I, I mean Because I want Kylo to just be bad. I, uh, like, I don't want this cute little, oh, I'm good, but wait, I, I got to be bad, and maybe I have some goodness in me, so, like, in the end, I'll turn good. Can't, just be bad. Be the villain that you're supposed to be. Just be bad. I mean, I would like to see that him kind of die as a bad guy. Yeah, like, be bad. Like, I, I, you know, there was that moment in the second movie where him and Ray were working together to, you know, beat up everybody else. Right. But even after that was then they're both like, well, no, fuck you. That's mine. No, it's mine. And, and you know, they, she wants to save him and he wants to turn her. Right. And it's like there's got to be a moment where I don't think she can bring him back. He's got to go out as a bad guy. He's got to. I, I don't want him to end up making a good decision like Vader did. <laughs> well, really? Well, see. Yeah, here, I want him to be bad. Here's, here's the problem. All the time. The reason why Vader turned is because it's his kid. Kylo, what if he turns good because he finds out Ray is his sister? No. No. <laughs> like, I still think that it's a possibility that I'm still held on to hope that Ray and, and, and Kylo are, are uh, brother and sister. I, I just... She, she is so not happy with that. I'm so over this, like, good guy. Listen, I have not been a Star Wars fan for 40 years, okay? So I can only imagine, like, how... I mean, maybe it's not annoying for y'all. I'm super new to the Star Wars. It was, what, like a year ago that I just started this? I'm already annoyed with this whole good guy, bad guy, internal battle thing. Oh, you're <laughs> my sister. Oh, new discovery. Oh, I got a long-lost sister that I never knew I had. I mean, we've seen this before. Why are you going to do that again? Can't he just be bad and, like, not have this long-lost sister who turns him good? No. Why are you going to have, like, this long-lost family member that makes you be a good guy? That's been done before. We've seen that already. It happened. But that one might say that's the curse of the Skywalker legacy. It's the doom to repeat itself. Just kill it. All right. All Just right. leave wow. it bad and All kill right. it well, and, like, move the uh, fuck on. I mean, you, you go you go in, in episode eight and you find <laughs> out that, that Ben Solo was a good person. He just dabbled in because he... When you're when you're dealing with the force and you're not like being trained and all of a sudden you see like the dark side, you know, seduced by the dark side, you know, kind of seducing you and, and bringing you in curiosity. I mean, you're you're a teenager at sure. the time. So you're kind of like experimenting, kind of like in college, <laughs> you know, do a little, you know, do a little black magic, whatever. Um, <laughs> That's what you were calling it. <laughs> all the dark magic. But anyway. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, my head's just going in completely. I'm like, you know, hey, head, how you doing? <laughs> Let's start magic. <laughs> so for for him, he was, you know, it was the anger that he showed towards Luke because Luke was about to kill him, like, or looks sure. like he was going to kill him because all he saw was evil, and he's like, I got to end this, and right, you know, he, you know, and of course, then of course, well, 
Anyway. I just I want just... him to be the villain and not come back from that. You know, like some people go into like really dark times in their lives and they don't come back from that. You know what mm. I mean? Like there's not always right. this frou-frou-ass fucking happy ending of the light side. I want Kylo <laughs> to always be bad. Always. Don't ever go back. So you started off lighter, whatever, this horrible thing happened. You thought your uncle was going to kill you. I get it. Super sad story, right? Kind of a crybaby like the rest of the Skywalkers. But okay, we won't go to that, okay? (laughs) Fine. Like, so it happened. Just be bad. Be this horrible, amazingly villain that I don't think his other family members were. I, he'll never be a good guy to me. He killed Han Solo. (laughs) As far as I'm concerned, Ray is all Kylo's always going to be the villain all the time. Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, Han Killer is always what I'm going to call him. Han Killer. Yep. Um, um, You're a daddy murderer. I'm just like, <laughs> sorry. Nope. No, sir. You'll be, I hope you're on a planet and it blows up on, on, underneath you. That, that's all I'm saying. As a bad guy. As a bad guy. Not like as a, oh my God, the planet's going to blow up. I got to sacrifice myself and I'm going to turn to the light side right as it blows. No, 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 no. I don't want that like that cute, happy ending moment. Yeah. I I gotta be honest. He's going to have to be one of those like his arrogance is going to have to be his destruction. Yes. Like it's going to have to be like, you know, you have that moment in The Last Jedi where he stops attacking the base to focus on Skywalker, which, you know, let's face it, Luke knew that was going to happen. Because mm. he knows you need another moment of that to where it, it backfires so bad that he winds up killing himself inadvertently or on, you know, by accident. Be like, ah, uh, shit. You know? like <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> it was like Mel Brooks comes out. Spaceballs, the sequel. <laughs> He's adorable. <laughs> All right, well, then uh, we got any other news there, Ed? Or unless yeah. you would you want to jump in the pile? You, you put everything down like you would to jump in. No, no, no. I was just do waiting think, for I was waiting for do you. Want Ray, do you want Ray? Do you want Kylo to end up as a good guy or a bad guy? I really don't care, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I just like it tormenting you two over this. Go, really? <laughs> well, come on. Why not this? You know, just to just to get your go. Yeah, just, that's more fun to me He's than actually. Feather ruffler. That's right. All right. Well, Ed, where our feathers are ruffled, why don't you get that a new Next news story. Uh, this is one's a little tidbit. We were talking uh, once about a time, once upon a time in Hollywood. We were talking about this last week. It's new, the new Quentin Tarantino film yes. with Brad Pitt and Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio yes. playing. And apparently, Margot Robbie has confirmed to be a part of the movie She's as well. Sharon Tate. Yes, thanks uh, for thanks uh, for uh, burying that lead. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was news before the the casting of uh, um, what do you call it? Of Leo and Brad? Uh, Brad. Oh. I knew that Leo was kind of tight with it, and I knew that Margo was also tight in it, and I heard that she was going to be the Sharon Tate character. I got questions. Yes? That you pro- neither of you probably have the answer to. Oh, this is always fun. Is, is Leo and Margo going to have like a moment together? Because they were in Wolf of Wall Street together, and it was magic. Well, Like, I, flawless the uh, way they worked I together. I mean, Quentin will probably write it out, because if... If the story is she's Sharon Tate mm-hmm. and Leo is their neighbor, mm-hmm. there's probably going to be a moment or two where they are going to interact as, as oh, well. That's exciting. But it's Quentin Tarantino's writing, so the, the magic of Martin, you know, Wolf of Wall Street might not be there. No, I mean, obviously, they're not going to be a couple, okay? Well, yeah. But... 
or anything like that. But they were really, they had, uh, they. They're good chemistry on this. Very much so. And they kind of fed off each other really, really well. So I, I totally am in for like watching them again, depending on who's playing what with Brad and Leo, which we're not going to get into. Right. <laughs> Uh, well, I can tell you. Oh. Ooh. Set in Los Angeles, summer of 1969, Tarantino's upcoming movie focuses on a male TV actor named Rick Dalton DiCaprio, who has a has who had a one-hit Western series and is looking for a way to get into the film business. His sidekick, Cliff Bluth Pitt, is also a stunt double and is also looking for the same thing. The horrific, the horrific murder of Sharon Tate. Uh, Rick's neighbor in the film and four of his friends by uh, by Charles Manson cult followers serves as a backdrop to the main story. Um, the thing I think find very creepy about this is the release date of the film. Friday the thirteenth. It's going to be August 9th, twenty nineteen. Okay, is that the is, date that it happened? It's fifty years. Oh, it's genius. Quentin Quentin knows his shit. He's so smart. Or or at least a few. And well, it's not by. Um, it's by Sony Pictures, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, because he left uh, the Weinstein company because of everything that happened with uh, Weinstein. Yes, he was like, "Fuck that, I'm out." And That's Sony a was like, "Release date for that." Yeah, yeah, it's kind of cool. <laughs> kind of cool. Kind of creepy. I don't think. Kind of Quentin. Kind of Quentin. Yeah. All right. What else you got there? Uh, Rob Zombie, you're a film friend, a fan of his. A film? friend of him. Oh, yes, I am. I am. Are a you a fan of-, of his films? Some, some. some. Okay. There is a hit and miss. I, I didn't really like House of a Thousand Corpses, but I love The Devil's Rejects. Okay. Um, I, I'm glad you brought those two movies up. Okay. <laughs> because he's making a trilogy out of it, and uh, the, the it's Three from Hell is the next film is going to be. Okay. Uh, apparently, um, well, his wife is in it, so yeah, I'm sure she's, she's going to be in it. She's Jerry Moon Zombie is going to be in it. Bill Mo- uh, Mosley will reprise his role uh, as uh, Varen, Vera Ellen, Baby Firefly, and Otis Driftwood are the two characters. Okay. And Sid Haig is also expected to return as Captain Spaulding. Right. So that's the three main characters from Three from Hell, the sequel of 2005, The Devil's Rejects, and of course, which is the you know the, sequel of The Thousand House of Thousand Corpses. So uh, yeah. they've done so well, apparently, on DVD and as well as making money uh, um, critically uh, uh, in theaters. That they're they're okay with making this movie. Uh, what I liked about it was that when you watch a house with a thousand corpses, it's a slasher flick through and through. It is Texas Chainsaw Massacre through the eyes of Rob Zombie. <laughs> but then when you see the Devil's Rejects, it's a, a almost a one eighty in style of film. Um, yeah, because you know, I I actually, I never seen the House of a Thousand Corpses, and uh, Sip on one night was came over and he was like. He's into all those right. horror movies, and he goes, "I really want you to see this film." And it was at the the uh, Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects, and I liked it. I thought it was a great movie. It was a little f- creepy for me, but right. I, I enjoyed it. You know, because I'm not really big in horror. But all in all, I'm like, that wasn't really that bad of a movie. Like, that was really it was good. really good. I remember walking out of the theater going, "I mean, it's the best use of Free Bird ever." Like, I thought it was really good, and I was like. All right, I'm I'm in. I mean, I don't know how I feel about a, a third. I'm just like. I'm still a little pissed off at Rob anyway because he was supposed to make <laughs> the Broad Street Bullies movie. Yes, he was supposed to make a be supposed to make a movie about the Philadelphia Flyers in the '70s, and he 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 was on he was on the MMR talking to people, talking to people. You know, like he was hanging around the Flyers, trying to get as much information because he's apparently you know he, he thought it was a good story there, and then he turned around and walked away. He changed his mind. I'm like, ah. 
I would like to have seen a hockey movie about the Flyers through the eyes of Rob Zombie. Well, that's the thing. Music would be great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I mean, like, I mean, like, I always think like direct. There's there's directors that can do a great like style. Like when you get Quarantina, Quentin Tarantino, you get certain style movies. When you get Rob Zombie, you get a certain style movies. When you get. Another actor, director. Another director. You Some, guys sure, sure, you, everyone's got their own well, style. style. right. Tim Burton. I, was, I couldn't think of his name. But Tim Burton, he had a certain style of right. his movies. So for me, for Rob Zombie doing a Flyers flick, it's like, it's interesting. Like, it's like, it's like, I would be like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I want to see right. this because, you know, I kind of lived through the 70s when that happened. And sure. That'd be interesting. But the reality of it is, is that you think that he could really pull off something that he's it's like way out of his comfort zone in terms of like an ice hockey type of movie. I don't know. It depends on the story. I mean, if he's going to do like the story, the rise of the team to you know winning their first Stanley Cup, are they going to talk about like would there be the moment with the Russians? Like it depends on what the story is. Like I don't know. Yeah. You know, I would have been fascinated. I think it's supposed to be. I, I don't know. Because it's, I mean, it's it's an epic endeavor to do because right. you would have to get character actors to almost portray because they didn't wear helmets it's not like you could right. cover their faces in a way and be like you know oh yeah there's number 16 there's clark out there and there's right you know uh, shorts and all them uh, you know bernie perrant because well the only one he could because he always had the mask right on, he know? always had the mask so so you could kind of get away with that one but it's like so you'd have to get these character actors because you're not going to just film the hockey scenes you're also right. film like the in between like the partying and the bars and all that kind of you know, a uh, uh, stylization of was in the seventies, and it's so that's like a, a really ende- uh, epic endeavor to do for a film. So I'm like, Rob Zombie's kind of like he has his mindset, the way he does things, and it, you know, he has yeah. certain sets that he ha- he likes to use. And and I mean, I'm not saying he couldn't do it, but it's just like I imagine him. He's like, this is going to probably be like three times the work than my, my, my probably my project. So I don't want to yeah. put that much time into it because I don't want to be uh, sucked into it. And it, then, it's what could have been. Yes. We'll see a documentary five years from now, ten years from right. now. Right, and you'll, you'll be sitting there going, yeah, I wanted to do a film, and this is why I didn't. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, is that what was stopping you? Yeah, I was afraid I was going to get fed on cheesesteaks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, what else you got? One last one, one I think. La- oh, this, this is a perfect one to head it on. The actor who played Barney the Dinosaur is now a Tarnik sex healer tantric tantric sorry tantric sex healer really yes <laughs> okay I'll, I'll wait for the story before i start making jokes i'm gonna try to be mature david joiner joiner with what ah, sorry <laughs> uh charges female clients he calls goddesses 350 dollars for three to four hours of ritual bath shark Chakras? Chakra uh, balancing and massaging that can lead to mind-blowing uh, orgasms, uh, the Vice wrote. All right, uh, so... Of course Vice did this. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big shocker. Um, oh, oh, gosh. I That's goofy. You. you love me. We're a happy family with your chakras. Oh, sorry. I truly wish more people would try to see the spiritual side of the tantric, whatever it was. Tantric. Tantric, thank you. I don't know why it says tantric. It's T-A-N-T-R-A. Tantra? Tantra, that's what I say. Oh, maybe. I'm always thinking about the whole um, Sting being a tantric sex god. 
Yeah, it's completely Maybe different. it's male and female, tantric, tantra. Oh, you know what? Maybe yeah. you're right. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's, a, that's actually a good that's a good logic gap. Oh, just pulled that out of my <laughs> ass. There you go. <laughs> anyway, where was I? Oh, uh, uh, it, it's, it's not all about sex. <laughs> He's complained on Facebook Tuesday. Sometimes people here, he, sometimes people here in the West can be so sad. The fifty year old, the fifty year old joiner who had his hands, he had his since practicing since two thousand and four. Uh, he used to be in uh, Barney and Friends, the PBS show from the early 90s to the two th- early 2000s. And he only portrayed the uh, uh, the body of the um, uh, Barney. Well, yeah, he, was, he, was, he was just the guy in the suit. He right. wasn't the voice. Right. Uh, and actually, Ed, a little a little clarification. Tantra is the act of the yoga. That's the that's the style. OK. The tantric part is um, like a like a practice. Okay. I think some sort. That's so. It's like a psychologist and psychology. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Got it. All right. So uh, he was just a guy in a suit. Yes. For the most part. And, and now he gives women orgasms. Mind blowing orgasms. That's, mind a, that's important for three hundred bucks a pop. That's, <laughs> that's important. <laughs> um, but he, he, he first of all he treats them like goddesses because that's what he calls them. Yes. He bathes them. He realigns their chakras. Yes. Um, whatever that means. Uh, and then he diddles them until they come. <laughs> I guess. I, 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 all right. Does he use the, the how much to wear the suit? That's what I need to know. Like, it does not say. I think it would be pretty hard to do it in the suit. Because <laughs> it's it pretty much like a <laughs> It's like a, it's like a, it's a muppet, not muppet, but a, 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 a mitten. A mitten, yeah. It's basically a mitten, just thumb and a and a, and a flipper. Flipper. <laughs> I'm giving my flipper technique. As I'm thinking. Of... I'd be happy to be like middle aged women that had too many children or something like that. <laughs> Big vaginas. That is a myth, to... Number one. <laughs> Let me just educate you real quick. I'm ignorant. That thing. And you're a man. That's that thing looks like a roast beef sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> Are you okay? Right? Babe? <laughs> 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 All right. I think, uh, sick. Sorry. <laughs> too creepy. <laughs> she had the visual. <laughs> I'm a girl. So while y'all are talking about this, I have a whole different <laughs> viewpoint on this entire situation. Okay? All right. But the whole roast beef sandwich thing, I just did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Way to go. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. So there's a movie that me and my cousin rented from Redbox one time. I don't remember the name of it. But it was basically about the invention of the dildo. All right. And back in like the 30s and 40s, I guess, women were, they were calling it hysteria. I think that was the name of the movie. Hysteria. Mm -hmm. And women were being diagnosed with being like mentally ill because of like what they were going through. Mm -hmm. So the way that they got around it. It was a phenomenal movie, it, by the it, way. It's it is called hysteria. It's, it was such a good movie. It's the truth of how Mortimer <coughs> Granville devised an invention of the first vibrator in the name of medical science. Right, and the reason why he did it is because these women were getting diagnosed with hysteria because at the time male doctors didn't believe that blue balls for women existed. 
basically. So these women were like going crazy because women weren't back in the day. Men didn't care about taking care of their woman. Like they should. Okay. okay. <laughs> so basically these women would go see this doctor and he would like put him in stirrups very professionally. And they would have like, the, it had to be like the thirties or forties, maybe even earlier than that, because right. they would have these, these big dresses on that were kind of in the way. And there was like this velvet curtain that would go over like their legs, like stirrups. Mm. All right. Um, I'm assuming you both know what stirrups are, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Sorry, I mean, y'all are men, so I don't really know. <laughs> we maybe men were not that stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so they would pay him to basically get them off to alleviate the hysteria that they had, All basically. Right. <sighs> genius. So, fucking genius, <laughs> right? So this man was, was, he would put his hand through the curtain, and it was like no eye contact. Right. It was supposed to be like strictly, very clinical. Very clinical <laughs> don't look at me. And yeah. like medical, because right. in his... In everyone's brains, he was curing them of something. Right. Now, in right. reality, we all know that hysteria does not exist. Right. Hopefully, y'all know that. Yeah. Um. So he would like get them off or whatever, and they, you know, one woman would tell her girlfriend about it, and then all of a sudden, like all these women are coming to him, and, and he's she realizing, and, and, and he, right, and, right, and he all of a sudden he's getting carpal tunnel syndrome in right. his fingers. Right. And he can't. <laughs> Right. He can't keep up with the demands. Okay? <laughs> I only got two hands, ladies. And apparently it was never um, inserted. It was always topical. Okay. For like okay. clinical reasons. Sure. Okay. Not yeah, being sure. super fucking crude. Right. And so he realized, okay, like I can't do this anymore. And like there's so, so many women that <sighs> need this. I got to invent something. I got to expand. I need assistance. <laughs> Who here would like to volunteer? Everyone. <laughs> um, but apparently he was getting like uh, other men were like. I'm up to my elbows at work. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's when a male nurse came into play. <laughs> it was a really good movie. Like we were like randomly rented it. And we're, our mind, you know, Redbox is like hit or miss. Right. <laughs> Unless it's like a big name title that everybody right. knows about. So like sometimes you'll rent something that everybody heard of, and you're like, I wasted all dollar twenty five on this. And then sometimes you like these hidden, right. These hidden gems of like these phenomenal movies. So the whole time Ed's I wasted about- a buck and a quarter for this. <laughs> right. God damn it! Right? No, I've had that where I'm like, this was a complete waste. We take this bitch back tonight. I am not getting charged two days for this piece of shit. No. We're like other movies. We're like, oh, that's really good. I might want to watch that again. You know, hit me with another buck twenty five, Redbox. It's fine. This was such a good movie. I think we like watched it a few times because there was nothing that didn't have like the sexual air about it or right. anything like that. It was very like historically right as women. We were like, we relate to these women. Uh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like there was like a level of relation there. And then of course we watch it with some of our guy friends and they're like, it's not that important. And we're like, this is why you're going to be single for a real fucking <laughs> long time. This is why. So like the guy was getting like threatened by, by men in like the town or whatever, because now their women just want to come to him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because he's got the technique and down and right, right, right. right. And he cares about them. I mean, they're paying. They weren't paying sure. $350, but. Oh, but yeah. So I don't remember Man's when this movie came do. out. I'm, I guess. 2011. Okay. So it the whole time Ed's talking about this, all I can think about is this fucking movie. Because this dude ended up creating, like, inventing, like, the first vibrator and all of that. Because, like, you know, women can do this on their own at home. Like, I am so I tired. I can't do this. <laughs> My fingers are sore every day. Right. Like, I can't grip a spoon to eat now because. Yeah. I, I got to <laughs> think of an idea. I just think, like, I got this, you know, it's like, a, it's like an egg beater. He looks at an egg beater. He's like, 
Oh my god, brilliant! <laughs> like you know, let's see if I can motorize this. And there's a big cord plugged into a wall, and first couple ones gotta be hit or miss. <laughs> I'm just saying, like a little you power found ones? It's like, it's like <laughs> hair just shooting straight up for the women, <laughs> eyes just like wider than normal. I, I thought attaching it to a motorcycle <laughs> engine would help, but uh, you know, like all right, speedy delivery, you know. I call this one the egg beater because all you got to do is just turn the handle and it just spins, you know? You're such a dude. (laughs) (laughs) A woman would never think of putting an egg beater inside of herself. (laughs) The thought of that makes me painful. That gives me pain thinking of that. I'm sure there's a woman out there that's Listen, power to you, bitch. If you think about putting an egg beater inside of you, I mean... Hold on, hold on. Let me get this thing started. He's got a teeth. Just zink, zink, zink. I think it works. Did you see the movie? No. Could have pulled me. It says how. That's how my brain works. I have like, just, we got to think of something. Quick, grab me a spoon and a fork. And I'll... Ooh. No, 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 no. no. He, he doesn't have the right parts to feel the pain of that in here. I'm like, I'm like no, not a fork. Well, not a fork. Well, I didn't think the spork was created. <laughs> you know? It's got the little smooth edges. Maybe once in a while you make a little rough. You poke, poke. <laughs> I guess it's for people that are sadists. And, and this one's got a little, you know, feather at the end to t- kind of tickle, and you know, <laughs> and I also got this bellows that I kind of step on, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that way, you know, it helps move it in and out, you know. You gotta walk in this just. Pipes hanging off of the ceiling, and you're like, "What's going?" On? Shh, I'm working on something. <laughs> How do I make this smaller <laughs> and portable? <laughs> I use smaller pipes. Genius. <laughs> and it's beloved by women everywhere. <laughs> I'm actually. I kind of want to see that movie now. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can find it. <laughs> see if it's on demand. It was a really good movie. It really was. The whole time it's talking about Barney, finger fucking bitches. All I can think <laughs> of is this movie. Listen, okay, that's what Barney's doing, right? What's his name? Something about like... T- um, Joyer? Joiner. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought it was Piper. Joiner, Piper. I mean, what's really... David Joiner. Okay. David. A.K.A. Barney. We're just going to call him Barney, okay? At the end of the day, that's what he's doing. He's bathing the bitches for because for whatever reason they can't give herself a bath. He's bathing these bitches. It's about the experience. You don't want to be like, okay, just hop on his table and let me go. Wink, 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 wink. wink. I, 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 love, I love, I love how she feels that we're insensitive and she's like bathing these bitches. <laughs> like I'm a girl. Is that what it's I can say that. Hop on the table, open your legs, and I'll pretend like I'm trying to crack a, um, a what do you call it, a twelve digit code. Sure. Done. Next. I mean, yeah. I don't understand. It's really not that difficult. And how come they can't do this themselves? I don't get it. So apparently they can't bathe themselves. They can't get themselves off. What is it? What else do you do? Give them a massage. All right, you can't give yourself a massage. You can't. You can't correct Fine. your chakras. Uh, and he's three hundred and fifty bucks a pop. 
For three to four hours? I wonder if it's because... See, who the fuck does this for three... Listen. <laughs> <clears throat> three to four hours, Ed? Well, I'm sure it's probably the the, the showering, the the massage. You so gotta... it's like an hour-long bath that he bathes you. Whose bath is an hour long? You don't need all that. And, like, is he just bathing you or is he, like, behind the U.S. And how prune are those people coming out? Like, you, you stay in a bathtub for, like, ten mm. minutes. You go all pruney. Right. Or do you get the bath afterwards? Like, does he does he do what he's got to do with you and then gives you a bath to, like, clean you up? Like, I don't understand. Probably there's a lot of conversations that go along with it. Like, you know, like, here's the comment. So tell me what's wrong. Oh, why, why are you here? Oh, yeah, you know what? I can feel the energy coming off you. Your chakras are misaligned. So what we're going to do is um, this session will be about two and a half hours. Maybe three, depending on how, how out of line your chakras are. But first, we have to get you ready. We're going to take a bath, and I will wash your shoulders. I'll, I'll make you be ready to receive the chakra aligning. And then, after the bath, I'll put you on a table with your face down, you know, kids to the hole. Uh, <laughs> and a I'll, 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 rub, I'll rub your back. I'll massage your thighs and your butt. I have to make sure that you're... That you're that your chakras are ready for stimulation. And then I will... It really doesn't take that long. <laughs> it really doesn't take that long. And any woman that says it does is a liar. I mean, I, I, I'm a, I mean I'm, it's real quick. I'm it's not it's, that hard. I'm thinking more of like it's like a long build-up, you know... There's a lot of conversations go on. And That's so much- stupid, too. She's like, look, no. I'm only here to get off. I'm not saying you're wrong. Let, let me finish okay. my statement. Okay. Then, and then you can tell me I'm wrong. I'm not saying wait, you're wait, wrong. I'm saying it's stupid. Wait, 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 wait until my, my full stupid statement comes out. Welcome to my world. Your statement is not stupid. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that the women that do it that way are dumb. I, I'm just curious. Who, who does this? Like, who goes online to look for these people? Like, it, like, like I can't imagine. Like, I can't. It's much cheaper to do it yourself. It's quicker. It's cheaper, and you get a nap afterwards. I mean, let's be serious here. <laughs> I mean, my whole thing is, how do you sell it to your husband? Like, I'm gonna go maybe down. Maybe they and, don't have husbands. You, that's maybe you're right. Maybe it's well, like the, the old lady think, in uh, what think, do you call it? Um, um, that lives in a shoe. There was no lady that lives in a shoe. I was thinking more like the old lady in something about Mary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She goes to him. Her skin's and, all like leathery. Right. And then he's like, okay, well, apparently your chakras oh, no. are. <laughs> no, no, no. The bandages are coming back. No, no, no. The bandages is coming back. No. And then she needs her chakras aligned. Oh. And, and you got. You I'm know, just going to her to get to Mary. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just that, you know, maybe there is that moment of like, some women need to be like, oh, it's God. the process. It's not like a woman's going, okay, you know what? I'm going to be late for a meeting. We got about a half hour to start rubbing. You're like, I, that's I, what any real woman would say. <laughs> that's that's the part that I, I think is stupid. I, 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 I mean, to me, it's probably more of like the companionship. These are single women. Probably like some could be old women. Some probably maybe like powerful business ladies that don't have time to date because they're doing so much for their company. Maybe and, really or their CEOs a, or, or, you know. Maybe it really is about the yoga and the Aligning the chakras. No, maybe no, because then you can do regular yoga. You can go to a regular yoga place and not get your bean diddled. Okay, <laughs> so if what he's doing is getting these bitches off, that's what it's about. <laughs> I mean, that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. And uh, how come they're not going in there and be like, "Hey, Barney, can you rub me off one because I got lunch to go to in a half can hour?" Can you double click my mouse? I want a schedule. Right. <laughs> it's really not this, this. Three to four hours. Three to four hours. I mean. <laughs> 
if any woman is listening to this now or later on the <laughs> podcast of it, I swear to you, she's going to be like three to four hours. Look, I'll, I'll do the 20 old, minutes I'll, tops. I'll, I'll do the old Howard Stern trick. Grab, grab a, a big speaker, plug the podcast in. Mm, put that on replay. You're welcome. <laughs> 20 minutes, stop. It's not that difficult. I just remember the face. Yeah. <laughs> just sit on the speaker. And then now oh, you'll be done. <laughs> See? Start charging for that, okay? Uh, that's free. <laughs> <laughs> We're giving it away. <laughs> and don't pay three hundred and fifty dollars for three for hours. <laughs> I, 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 for I three wonder f- if they know that it's Barney. I'm sure there's probably a conversation where he's like, "So your chakras are. What do you do? Oh, really? You know what I used to do when I was younger? I was Barney." Instantly, I'd be like, "Never mind." See, I grew up on Barney. <laughs> okay. Like, there's probably the girls out there. Diddle me, Barney. Diddle me good. We've all got a friend in need. <laughs> I'm a helping a friend Diddle now. lesbians ask for baby bop? And what about BJ? Uh, See, y'all don't even know nothing about none of that. Because I grew up on Barney. Uh, nope. You know, we're a bit happy family. See, I'm out, bitch. <laughs> nope. I know the whole song, okay? <laughs> I, I I just, uh, I'm sure it probably comes up a conversation. It'd With a like, great big hug and a kiss from me to you? Uh-huh. All right there, Barney. <laughs> it's all, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, he never, obviously never did the voice, so it'll just be, it'd be, you know, it'd be like dirt. <laughs> it'd be dirty Barney. He never says a word, just kind of comes in. He's like... <laughs> While you're in the bathtub, and you kind of start to rub in your shoulders, and you look over, you see like a purple mitten rubbing your shoulder, and you hear that, that big, goofy that grin. big goofy grin as he's just rubbing your butt cheeks, <laughs> <laughs> real soft and sensual, no. like like you can see the fingers rolling the mitten. Like <laughs> he's got a little MP3 player in his mouth, and he's singing the song. Oh God, I love you. Love you. you love me. We're a happy family. I, I know that part. With a great big hug and a kiss from me to you. Uh-huh. Once you say you love me too, and then a little that's so much more creepy. A, a little spin, a flick, and then a whoa, and three hundred fifty bucks <laughs> <laughs> for four hours. I- I, I got, God it's not him. like for like 30 minutes. I would be exhausted. <laughs> he probably is. I, they probably are. He, at the end of the day, whew, what a day. I really need a hug and a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> How would someone just hold me and tell me they think I'm special? That's a job, too. There's professional cuddlers. I, <laughs> I'm serious. I am not surprised. Well, all you do is go lay in bed with them and they cuddle you. I that's charge just, by the hour. That's weird. That's weird, but Barney finger fucking bitches isn't weird. That at least you know you're getting some pleasure out of it. I just can't see the idea as high. Complete stranger, spoon me. See, that <laughs> makes way more sense to me because if all you want is like that 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 companionship and like intimacy of like being held or whatever, okay, cool, like go get that. But if you want to be diddled by Barney, you're not going for companionship and int- intimacy. You're going to be diddled. I, all right. You know, the bean is getting flicked by Barney. I, I, you're right. No. That's what it comes down to. <laughs> I just laugh because 
I always think we never can get to a new low. <laughs> and then I find something. <laughs> it's always great that this. But now, you know what? Now, the next one of the next few episodes, I want somebody to vomit on the show. <laughs> I think we need to have that. I, we should get some puke buckets. It could I, be any, any one of us. Doesn't it have to be almost us. happened. It almost happened. <laughs> I, think, I think we should get three puke buckets and just uh, no, go to town. I, 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 I think I'd win that one. Nothing phases me. Oh, she's like challenge accepted. <laughs> All right, folks. So on that note, we will call it a night. A night. Uh, thanks for listening. You have been listening to Geeksters Live here on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and TuneIn. There's such Aquanet Radio in those apps. Of course, if you want to catch, uh, well, first I would say if you want to catch the podcast version of the show, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like while you're at it. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. But if you want to find out where the show is being streamed. You can go to the wordswithgeeks.com website, which is our personal website, or you can go to iTunes or the Google Play app on your smartphones there for Google and find us there as well. And also, like if you go to the About sections of both the website and the Facebook page, you can find out all the other sites that you can find our nice podcast. That is correct. And on anything else, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or show, seen on the show, heard on the show, just got a general question, Contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Sean for all those same things, you can contact him at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. And it's S-H-A-W-N. See you next week, folks. Bye. And we're back. Welcome back, everybody. Well, there you have it, folks. That was part two. Hope you found it enlightening. Yes. <laughs> I was enlightened. Yes. Who I, I just like ruffle and feathers. So. <laughs> enlightened as in yoga. <laughs> <laughs> For three hours. <laughs> uh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> three to four hours. <laughs> oh, look this way. In like, what, maybe like two hours total, you got your ears massaged by our episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Give you an eargasm. <laughs> <laughs> and that was free. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, thanks for listening, everybody. And if you can, or if you'd like to, you can catch this show live on Sunday nights around 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, and tune in. So short trick, Aquanet Radio and those apps. Uh, don't forget to go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. And, of course, if you want to contact Ed on anything you've seen or heard on the show or on our webpage, our Facebook page, that is, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Sean at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. See you next time, folks. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.